helping you plan for a successful retirement and what's right for you and your family. This is The Aging Hour with Bill Davis and elder law attorney Phil George of Safe Harbor Legal Solutions. KGMI and the Cascade Radio Group receive financial compensation to present this program in its entirety. The opinions expressed by the hosts and guests are not necessarily those of KGMI or the Cascade Radio Group. Yeah, welcome uh, to the show. We, we got all the legal stuff, the CYA stuff out of the way. <laughs> Thank goodness. Uh, out of the way, the uh, dis- disclaimer guide. Basically, uh, it is the aging hour. It's brought yes. to you by Safe Harbor Legal Solutions. Yes. I'm Bill Davis. That is uh, Phil George, uh, elder law attorney, counselor uh, at law. Pretty much when I hear disclaimer guide, yeah. He's almost saying, "Don't listen to the show." <laughs> you know? he really he's, he's like, "It doesn't he do really this. There's no client. It's, it's not. It doesn't establish a relationship. It doesn't do this. It doesn't do that. Cancer. Go away. Don't. Yeah, it does not cause cancer. Go away. Don't listen to the show. You'll have all kinds of legal problems. That's what we're here for. So try, try to solve. We're trying some. to help people. Yeah, but yeah, Disclaimer we gotta. Guy. Yeah, we, the FCC, the what bar. A, we have to run what all that. A wet blanket, you know. I know. It, it really is. It, it is, and it's a shame too. I know, I know. Boy, can you imagine the direction this show could take if we didn't have disclaimers? We didn't have to worry about anything. (laughs) Yeah. Can you imagine what would happen if they actually found out we were still in the studio and they came? (laughs) How do we sneak in here and do this? Let's let's get your uh, email questions. Radio at safeharborlegal.com. That's radio at uh, safeharborlegal.com. You can always call Phil at uh, 360-746-7169. The reason we're here, I mean, we're joking about it. If you're aging and, uh, yeah, I, I just turned... Turned 71. Can you believe that? I can't. And I'm I aging. Can't. We're all I refuse aging. To believe it. We got to talk about Medicare. We got to talk about Medicaid. We have Social Security. Mm-hmm. We got all kinds of things mm-hmm. we can uh, chat about. But we do have emails. So we what do. are we going to talk about today? We've got some good stuff coming up today. So, uh, and a special guest. So, oh, okay. Yes, cool. yes, yes, yes. So, first email question Do most housing facilities not take Medicaid? Okay. Mm-hmm. Uh, second, we will have a visit from Eric Pearson uh, from the Bellingham Senior Activity Center. He we'll can, talk about some good stuff. I was going to say, he can keep this on the narrow track it should <laughs> be uh, taken. Good luck, Eric, trying yeah, to douse our so, fire. What's our third man, email? Oh, man. We got? Third email, should I leave an inheritance to my grandchildren? Mm-hmm. And then finally, you know what's my favorite segment? It's the wrap-up. Yeah, we'll just talk about everything we've already uh, talked about. Right. Uh, let's jump into our first email question. It says, my sister and I recently had to find an assisted living facility for my dad. I've heard you talk about, oh, wait a minute. I've heard you talk about, and there it is. Shiny, shiny. We get a a nickel every time somebody says they've listened to the show. And it has to be shiny, too. Yep. I don't want a Um, dull nickel. Anyway, they have heard us talking about, uh, you know, a housing facility mm-hmm. and, uh, you know, Medicaid and things like that. Whenever my sister and I uh, talk to a place, uh-huh. uh, I ask them if they accept Medicaid. I was very surprised the vast majority of these places don't even want to talk to you about Medicaid. Do most housing facilities not take Medicaid? What do you do if you can't find a facility that Except for Medicaid. What do you do? Ooh, man. Yeah. So this is a this is one of the tougher issues that we mm-hmm. have when it comes to long term care. Right. Of course, you know, you've got the uh the whole issue of, of, of paying for long term care, but then you've got also the issue of of where you can access housing and and man, I gotta tell you, yeah. sometimes Bill, it can really, really be rough trying to find that right place. 
Um, so uh, let's think about this. Uh, let's kind of unpack it. Sure. Uh, why would a person care if a housing facility accepts Medicaid? Sure. Is, is it something about paying yeah, for it? Or and, what? And, that, and that's exactly okay. it, right? When you've got a housing stuff. facility yeah. like that, exactly. So you've got long-term care costs, right? The average cost in uh, skilled nursing Didn't facility you say it is... Went up? It is. It's it closer to about $11,000 a month now. So wow. it gets really, really expensive. And there are really only a few ways that you can mitigate those costs. Of course, we have the uh, the Washington State long-term care insurance mm-hmm. plan yeah. now where people that are paying into it get a, a whopping $36,000. Yeah. Um, you, can, you can have, of course, uh, long other long-term care insurance, but most people don't have that. Uh, you have VA aid and attendance mm-hmm. that for veterans who have served during, or who have served active duty during uh, specific war times, mm-hmm. they have some access to long-term care benefits. But for the vast majority of people, uh, it's going to be Medicaid. Okay. Uh, Medicaid is going to be the way they pay for it. Uh, if they stay at home, can they get Medicaid uh, to pay for it there? Yeah, and okay. most people don't know that, but mm-hmm. but. Um, that's usually one of the best things to do. So yeah. what, what Medicaid will do is they'll come in and they will, um, they'll give, they'll assess your situation. And I've seen them give up to about the max that they'll give up to. They'll pay for is about four to six hours a day for somebody to come into your home and help you. Mm-hmm. But for the majority of people, that's all they need. You know, a lot of times people talk about how oh somebody needs twenty four hour care this and they need somebody there all the time. Well. If you really think about it, even if you're in a, a nursing home, right, you're not really getting sure. 24-hour care. Somebody's yeah. not just standing there looking at you. You mm-hmm. have access to 24-hour care. Mm-hmm. And so same thing here. If you can have Medicaid come in and spend a couple hours in the morning, a couple hours in the evening, you know, getting people up and out of bed and then back into bed, that's the bulk of the work. Yeah. And the rest of the time, uh, usually the family can kind of fill in. And mm-hmm. so um, staying at home is a really, really good idea, but sometimes it's just not possible. Sure. And the, so the, the conditions. Then you have to find a facility. Okay. Yeah. Uh, well, let's talk about uh, facilities. Sure. We, I know we've talked, we've chatted about this before. If you can run down, I think there's yeah. uh, three, yeah. two or three different ones. There, right? there, there are, and, and I'm sure there's more, and I'm sure every, there's somebody out there listening on the radio right now thinking, ah, there's eight. Yeah. <laughs> but We're, you oh, have, we always stand corrected here. Absolutely. By the way, radio at safeharborlegal.com if you'd like to correct us. You can always <laughs> absolutely. Send us yeah. But there so are different types. You do. You have yeah. assisted living facilities. You've got adult family homes, and you've got skilled nursing facilities. And so are the, those are the, the three general types. Uh, Medicaid accepted at all of those? Maybe? So it's or the is answer this a depends. Is, it gets complicated. The okay. answer is is yes and no. Okay, right? Can you unpack that a little? <laughs> yeah. So it is it, for a, a registered a registered skilled nursing facility has to accept Medicaid. Okay. Has to accept Medicaid. Okay. Um, the other places, adult family homes, assisted living facilities, the vast majority of those places do accept Medicaid, mm-hmm. um, but they just don't. They just don't want to. Right, they don't want to accept Medicaid, so a lot of times, what ends up happening is somebody will call up, and they're just a layperson; they're not in the the, the adult housing industry or anything mm-hmm. like that. So they'll call up, and the the place will say no, and and basically that's just because of economics. Because oh, okay. what Medicaid will do is, if if a facility is charging you to pay privately uh, ten thousand dollars a month, a lot of times what Medicaid will do is they'll come in and they'll say, oh no 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 no, we're yeah. only going to give you eighty five hundred dollars. Uh, and then you have to take it because yeah. you're Medicaid. And so facilities don't like, they just don't like uh, um, taking Medicaid because of yeah. that hit to the, I, what they're I receiving. Think, I think you, you've talked about this before. You're of the opinion that 
probably most of them should. They do. Yeah. No, they absolutely do. It's, it's economics. If they have if they have beds available, they're mm-hmm. going to take Medicaid. If they have lines out the door for people waiting to pay privately, mm-hmm. they would much rather have people pay privately. Yeah. So the vast majority of them should take Medicaid. But one of the other issues you have to worry about here is that almost all of these places, it's not just whether or not they're going to take Medicaid. It's when uh, it's not, are they going to take Medicaid? It's when are they going to take Medicaid? Yeah. So uh, usually there's what's called a private pay period. You've talked about that before. Can you, yeah. uh, t- for those who didn't hear an earlier show, uh, tell them what private pay period yeah. means or and what that so, is. So uh, like I talked about just a little bit earlier, what Medicaid will do is they'll come in and they'll pay less than you would pay privately. So mm-hmm. again, if it's, uh, if Medicaid's or if you're the facility's charging you $10,000 a month, Medicaid will come in, they'll pay $8,500 a month. Mm-hmm. Facilities don't like that, right? They don't want to make less money. And right. so what they do is they'll say, okay, well, you have to pay privately for two to three years before we will accept Medicaid payments. Mm-hmm. Okay. And so um, then what you have to do is the family has to kind of wade through that and they have to get through the end of that that uh, private pay period yeah. before these guys will actually will actually pay for Medicaid. That's uh that would be very complicated for most folks. I think. It, it yeah. really is. It re- can get really, really complicated, you know. And and there are ways around it, you know. Okay. We're we're really we're dealing with uh, economics here, and so if you're talking to one of these facilities and you can actually talk to a decision maker, then you can say, okay, well, we know how economics works. Um, so we know that you were getting ten thousand dollars a month. Medicaid's going to give you eighty five hundred. What if the family comes in behind Medicaid? Pays for a supplemental contract for care above and beyond what Medicare's act or Medicaid's actually paying for, mm-hmm. uh, to bring you back to whole. And, and so, if you can talk to a decision maker, somebody actually in the facility who is, who who can agree to a decision like that, then a lot of times you can make that happen. The problem becomes. Uh, a lot of these facilities are no longer local. They're oh, no longer owned yeah. by somebody that, that's around here. It's, so it's, there's, a, there's a corporate decision. Exactly. That's yeah. The people you're talking to at the facility here, they they're don't. just they're just trying biding their time till Friday, right? Yeah, and right. they just it's just a nine to five job for them. Um, it's not that they don't care about the people inside it, but they're not going to go the extra length to see if they can sign a supplemental contract with you. So finding the right place is incredibly mm-hmm. incredibly difficult. <coughs> Excuse me. So it'd probably be a good idea that the. Folks who sent us the email trying yeah. to find a uh, facility. Absolutely. Uh, maybe give you a call, yeah. set up a one-hour uh, free consultation, and see if you can help them out. Yeah. And, yeah, and one of the things that I always do is is get a housing specialist involved. Uh, yeah. Because this is this is one of those things where I don't, you know, I'm not in that industry. Mm-hmm. I, I don't really speak that language. If you can find somebody, a good housing specialist that, that will work with you to find a good place for your loved one. Mm-hmm. That is almost always a much better way to do it. I don't even like doing the negotiations right. with the facilities because as soon as an attorney walks into the building, they clam up, sure. right? They don't want to talk to me. Yeah. So finding a good housing specialist is something that is really, really important here. And it's what I do all the time when you, we have you people can point coming. point them in the right direction. Absolutely. Absolutely. Uh, 360-746-7169 if you would uh, like to have Phil point you in the right direction yep. there. Um, oh, coming up. Yeah. Uh, yeah. You, we have special guest, Eric. Yes, we do. Be, uh, joining us. From the Senior Activity Center. Yeah, that's coming up next on uh, the aging hour here on kgmi are you a woman worried about your aging parents more than 75 percent of family caregivers in the u.s are women and unfortunately most of these women end up having to leave their careers to take care of their aging parents but this doesn't have to be you safe harbor legal solutions can help safe harbor legal solutions will guide your parents through creating an estate and retirement plan that will take you from caregiver to care manager 
That means you won't be the one helping your parents bathe or get dressed. Instead, you'll manage the care who come to help your parents with their daily life so you can ensure your parents' well-being without having to sacrifice your career. Don't let a lack of planning steal your hard-earned future. With a plan from Safe Harbor Solutions, you'll be by your parents' side without putting your life to the side. Don't wait until it's too late. Learn how a plan from Safe Harbor Legal Solutions can help your parents and help you. For more information or to schedule a consultation, visit safeharborlegal.com. That's safeharborlegal.com. When you are a working mom, you wear a lot of different hats. You're the one making sure your family gets to school and work on time. You're the one making sure your family is happy and healthy. And you're the one that will probably be taking care of your parents if something was to happen to them. With everything else on your plate, your mental load is already maxed out. Well, I can help you when it comes to your parents. The friendly estate planning and elder law attorneys at Safe Harbor Legal specialize in listening to what is important to you and your parents so that they can help your family create an estate plan to avoid probate, mitigate long-term care costs, and to reduce the burden on your family. Let the good folks at Safe Harbor Legal take the stress out of your family's estate planning. To learn more, listen to the Aging Hour every Saturday and Sunday at 1 p.m. on KGMI 790. We answer your questions about aging and show you a better way to think about estate and retirement planning. For more information, to make an appointment, or to access podcasts of our previous shows, you can go to www.safeharborlegal.com. That's www.safeharborlegal.com. Let us help you get your estate planning in order. How confident are you in your estate plan? Confident enough to know you won't run out of money from uncovered long-term care costs? Confident enough to know you won't be forced out of your home against your wishes? Confident enough to know you'll never become a burden on your loved ones? If you aren't 100% confident in your estate plan, it's not the plan for you. Don't risk it and don't wait until it's too late. Let Safe Harbor Legal Solutions help. Safe Harbor Legal Solutions will make sure you can lead a dignified retirement and offer your family peace of mind. So you'll never have to worry about exorbitant expenses, being forced from your home, or becoming a burden. And if you don't have an estate plan yet, the attorneys at Safe Harbor Legal Solutions are there to guide you. Put your plan in place today so you can prepare yourself and your family for the future, no matter what it holds. Safe Harbor Legal will show you exactly how to set your family up for success. For more information or to schedule a consultation, visit safeharborlegal.com. That's safeharborlegal.com. Well, we are back for uh, segment number two of the Aging Hour. It's brought to you by Safe Harbor Legal Solutions. I'm Bill Davis, my good friend, uh, Phil. Philip Ray George. Yes. Three, the guy with three names. Three, I could be three a country, first names. I could be a country singer. You could. could. You could. could. Philip Ray George. <laughs> Phil Ray George. <laughs> Just call me PR or say anything. PRG. Yeah, PRG. Yeah, you know That's me. It, the, oh, yeah, the yeah. mighty PRG. Yeah. Yeah, man, you, you, you know something? That? The mighty PRG, you're uh, you're street smart, aren't you? You know, <laughs> yeah, you got street cred. I do, yeah. I do. Yeah. I have a lot of it, which is is kind of easy on you, street. You know, and, it doesn't, yeah, it, doesn't and, take and, much and, to rise to the level the of street minute, cred here. The minute we say yes. we got street cred, uh-huh. my wife says we ain't got street cred. Uh, she says because you, you know, I I keep saying you know uh, I'm hip to the kids, and right. she says, Bill, you realize when you say hip, you yeah. ain't hip anymore. You're not hip anymore. Yeah, which is. Oh, Man, that's just one of those facts of life that's hard to take. That's okay, you know? but you got street cred. I appreciate that. You do. Yeah. Thank you too, Bill. <laughs> Thanks. <laughs> you anyway, too. Uh, you got a special guest. I do. Yeah, we have a special uh, guest in studio about, with tell us, us today. About Eric. Yeah. So I'm going to let Eric tell us about himself. So Eric, you're here from the BSAC. First of all, what's the BSAC and how are you affiliated? That's right, the Bellingham Senior Activity Center. Mm-hmm. Awesome. Uh, BSAC for short. 
Um, I am the program coordinator there at the senior center and put on different activities and programs and events. And I'm no I'm no rocket scientist, but I'm thinking a program coordinator uh-huh. coordinates uh-huh. programs. Oh, you know yeah. what? Yeah. I think that you're probably right. It ain't rocket surgery, is nope, it? Nope, it no. isn't. That's why they give us the big bucks, Bill. Okay. Yep. Yeah. Well, anyway, so you're program coordinator. Cool. And you're here to talk about a specific program. That's right. I am here to talk about a speed dating event. Oh, Wait yeah. a minute. What? What? I'm sorry. Speed dating? Uh-huh. That's right. At the right. senior center? That's right. Okay. Um, it could, you I could wonder call what it direction speed, this is going. You could call it speed friending. Okay. Ah, cool. Uh-huh. Yeah. So it opens up more options for people. Huh. Um, and anyone that is 16 over can participate. Okay. Um, I am affiliated with the senior center, but this is a community event. So okay. anyone that's 60 and over is um, encouraged to participate, especially nice. people that are looking for connection in their lives. Huh. Uh, connection with another individual could be romantic. It could be just friendship, yeah. companionship. Um, people don't have to be lonely, and this is an opportunity to connect with others. So how is how is this going to tell me how does this going to work? What does speed dating look like? Speed friending. What does speed friending look like? Yeah. Well, we'll find out. <laughs> <laughs> You're just going to let everybody loose in a room. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Um I can tell you a little bit about the okay. the background and what sure. what brought this on. Yeah, please. Um, there is a documentary called The Age of Love. Okay. And it follows a speed dating event in New York. And um, I came across the trailer for this film and was inspired by it. And, you know, the work that I do is about connecting people and providing um, meaningful activities and connections for people in their later stages of life. Yeah. And I know that loneliness and isolation is a big issue and people want to get to know each other. And there aren't a lot of opportunities in our society for people at that stage in life to meet each other. Mm -hmm. So... I thought, you know, this is a wonderful idea. And it turns out that the filmmaker also supports communities and organizations who want to put on their own event. So I spoke with the filmmaker and, you know, got more inspired and heard about his inspiration for doing this and, and how we could bring it to Bellingham. So now we have the Bellingham's very first senior speed dating event. That is really cool. I, you know, you read articles all the time. One of the one of the worst things that can happen to folks as they get older is when they feel isolated, when they 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 kind of don't have that human companionship anymore. And and that's one of the things I, I talk to people about all the time is that just because you know people do get older, they don't they don't lose that need for human companionship. They you know, they, they have that craving, they have that, that need to be out there and, and amongst people and, and have that a friend or like you said, a, a romantic uh, kind of connection. So I think this is just a, a fantastic idea. Um, you know, when is this going to be? March 9th okay. is the date of the event. And um, anyone can register that's 60 and over. Do you have, do you have a deadline uh, that they... I do, do yeah. February 23rd okay. is the okay. deadline for registration. And you can call the BSAC or come on in. Um, There's a simple registration form. It can be done over the phone or in person. And, um, yeah, I really want to spread this to the community. Absolutely. Um, You know, people have parents that they might want to encourage to do this or, you know, people that are, are looking for more of a connection. And it's really a core part of what we do at the senior center and it's exciting to kind of bring this opportunity to the community 
and see what happens. So if, if somebody is, let's say, um, and this is something I've run into, into with my clients in the past, if, if somebody's been kind of alone for a while, a lot of times they, um, it's hard to get back into that kind of, of mindset where, you, where you're, you're looking for a new friend, you're looking for a, a romantic interest. Um, can, can people go and just kind of be wallflowers or, um, you know, and maybe just kind of sit back and kind of gauge the temperature of the room before they, they uh, participate? Or is it just kind of you come in and you just go for it? Yeah, we're going to encourage people to participate and go for it. I love it. Yeah. Um, there are some things that kind of can help people ease into this situation. Yeah. I'll be sending out a packet to all of the people who register with a right. little bit of more details about how the process is going to go. And also some examples of questions that you could ask. Very cool. Which I think is going to be very helpful. Absolutely. And um, yeah, you know, the stakes are low. You might make a connection or you might not. Yeah. It's all about just putting yourself out there. Right. But you'll probably have fun along the way, right? Yes. And then that's, that's the important thing is you kind of go through this and you, and you make these connections. Uh, very cool. And so you had a chance to actually talk to the movie, the, the movie director? Right. Mm -hmm. Interesting. Yes. Um, so on Valentine's Day, the 14th, there's a showing of the documentary at the Pickford right. Theater. And um, that is also open to the public. Oh, cool. Anyone of any age. And um, that could also potentially bring some more people that might be interested in participating in the speed dating event. Absolutely. I think this is such a cool idea. Ah, And is it going to be at the Senior Activity Center itself here in Bellingham? That is a possible venue. Um, I'm also looking into other venues okay. um, because I think some sort of food and beverage might be a nice touch right. to add. Yeah. So um, I want it to be a venue that's accessible to, to anyone. Um, and the senior center is definitely an option. We got space there. I, I always ask, will there be snacks? Yes. <laughs> yeah. And and something and, and a beverage or two. Well, a lovely <laughs> beverage. Well, then that's where I thought yeah. that you might be going when you said that you were going to, you know, people, you wanted to get them to loosen up. And uh -huh. so with this mm -hmm. show, that would probably be a glass of wine. I was just right. thinking, so, so yeah. you're talking about speed friending and, and dating. Um, at the uh, Senior Center, uh, any other opportunities uh, for, you know, folks to make connections? I mean, do some other kind of programs, things like that? Yeah, Absolutely. Um, so membership at the senior center is open to anyone 50 and over. So that is a wide range of ages. We yeah. have members in their fifties all the way up to their nineties. Um, we celebrated a member's hundred hundredth birthday about a year ago. Oh, wow. Um, so it is a good opportunity to provide a wide range of programs. We have hiking groups and walking groups, exercise classes, yoga, Tai Chi discussion groups, and I think one of the good things about this is that it allows people to participate in what they're interested in and what they want to get out of the senior center. So if it's exercise, if it's something more social, if it's volunteering is a, is a big um, program, I think, because we have over 200 active volunteers. Mm. So there's a variety of ways to, to get involved and connect with other people. Um, so this is this event is going to be a little kind of a microcosm of, of that and, and allow people to, to get together in and, and possibly a more meaningful way. I think you said the event is uh, what day in March? March 9th. But they've got to sign up by the 23rd. 23rd. Gotcha. And, and can right. you one more time give folks the, how they sign up for this and where they'd go? 
Yeah, Bellingham Senior Activity Center. We're located at 315 Halleck Street. That's kind of kitty corner from Bellingham High School. You can also give us a call. Our number is 360-733-4030. Perfect. Well, Eric, I appreciate you coming in today and talking to us about this. Uh, Good luck with the speed dating and speed friending. Thank you. I have one more um, thing to to put out there. Sure. Um, Have had... Many wonderful women register. Uh-huh. Not as many wonderful men register really? at this point. Hey. Oh, yeah, we should have opened with that. Uh, huh. So um, we would love uh, to get more men Absolutely. participating to even up that Interesting. ratio. Interesting. All right. Well, yeah. gentlemen, it's time to uh, uh, come in and and yeah, meet a friend. Make a romantic connection. Although, although if there's very few men and a lot of women, I kind of like those odds, too, you know. I, I'm, a, I'm a big fan of that. Hey, can you come back uh, sometime and uh, tell us, uh, maybe after the event, tell us how uh, how big and exciting and uh, how successful it was. I'd be happy to do that. Nice. Fantastic. Yeah. It was good talking to you. All right. Thank you and, both. And uh, we got another email uh, to yes. talk about. We will, uh, yes, we we will do. do that here uh, right after the break on uh, the Aging Hour on KGMI. Did you know that if you have a will, your spouse will probably have to take your estate through probate after you die? That's right. A will is designed to take your estate through probate. That means your spouse will be responsible for paying your final tab after you pass. Probates are usually a minimum of $5,000 and take at least six months to complete. But we've all heard those horror stories about probates that cost way more and take way longer than that. If you want to learn how to avoid one of these fiascos when you or your spouse passes, then reach out to Safe Harbor Legal Solutions. Safe Harbor Legal Solutions will guide you through a plan that reduces the risk of financial burden on the loved one you leave behind. Don't set your spouse up for failure. With a plan from Safe Harbor Solutions, you can keep your spouse from having to go through probate after you pass. Let Safe Harbor Legal Solutions show you how to set your family up for future success. For more information or to schedule a consultation, visit safeharborlegal.com. That's safeharborlegal.com. If you're a working mom like me, you have plenty to worry about. I worry about my kids, my husband, my job, my parents, and society in general. I know I should be getting my affairs in order, but my mental load is maxed out. Well, one worry I can take off your plate is what will become of your kids if something was to happen to you or your husband. The friendly estate planning and elder law attorneys at Safe Harbor Legal specialize in listening to what is important to you so they can help you create an estate plan to avoid probate, to choose who would be the guardian of your children, and to reduce or eliminate death taxes. Let the good folks at Safe Harbor Legal take the stress out of your estate planning. To learn more, listen to The Aging Hour every Saturday and Sunday at 1 p.m. on KGMI 790. We answer your questions about aging and show you a better way to think about estate and retirement planning. For more information, to make an appointment, or to access podcasts of our previous shows, you can go to www.safeharborlegal.com. That's www.safeharborlegal.com. Let us help you get your estate planning in order. Are you a woman worried about your aging parents? More than 75% of family caregivers in the U.S. are women. And unfortunately, most of these women end up having to leave their careers to take care of their aging parents. But this doesn't have to be you. Safe Harbor Legal Solutions can help. Safe Harbor Legal Solutions will guide your parents through creating an estate and retirement plan that will take you from caregiver to care manager. That means you won't be the one helping your parents bathe or get dressed. Instead, you'll manage the care who come to help your parents with their daily life so you can ensure your parents' well-being without having to sacrifice your career. 
Don't let a lack of planning steal your hard-earned future. With a plan from Safe Harbor Solutions, you'll be by your parents' side without putting your life to the side. Don't wait until it's too late. Learn how a plan from Safe Harbor Legal Solutions can help your parents and help you. For more information or to schedule a consultation, visit safeharborlegal.com. That's safeharborlegal.com. The latest local news and important topics of the day from the West Mechanical Studio. No gimmicks, just the highest quality systems, 0% interest financing, and a 100% satisfaction guarantee. Rely on West Mechanical Heating, Air Conditioning, and Electrical. Contact them today at westmechanical.net. Get the latest news and information 24-7 with KGMI News Talk 790, 96.5 FM in Bellingham and mybellinghamnow.com. Back on the Aging Hour, brought to you by Safe Harbor Legal Solutions. Yeah. That man over there oh making boy. grunting noises uh, uh, into the microphone uh, is Phil George. Uh, uh. He's the elder law attorney uh, and a counselor at law. Do you do that when you approach the bench? Do, I you, do, do you start grunting? Uh, 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 and <laughs> permission to approach the bench. Uh, uh. How, how, I wonder how a judge reacts. By the way, we want to thank Eric for coming yes, in. Absolutely. Uh, from the, uh, what a great center. conversation. Absolutely. Yeah. Speed uh, then, dating. Uh, yeah, Abs- that we need, fantastic. We need, ha- we need to have him back sometime. We should. I think so. Uh, like maybe next week. <laughs> I think that's a great okay. idea. Um, also, you can find these uh, these nuggets that yes. Phil, these golden uh, yeah. nuggets uh, that uh, Phil uh, imparts to you uh, <laughs> at his <laughs> website. I'm a, nu- I'm a nugget dropper. Yeah, you're uh, <laughs> you see now that that sounds disgusting. That sounds wild. Uh, hey, what do you uh, do? I'm a nugget uh, dropper. Uh, yeah. <laughs> but if hey. you if you'd rather listen to a good, nice, normal human like Eric yeah. rather than myself, you yeah. can you can jump on to my website, uh, safeharborlegal.com. Scroll down just a little bit. You can find our uh, you can find our podcasts there. Uh, mm-hmm. You can go back in. You can listen to those. You can share them with your friends, your family. You can make new friends by sharing them with strangers. Yeah, sure you can. Absolutely. <laughs> Absolutely. Uh, and so that's a great way to do it. Again, you can listen to all of our podcasts. You can search by keyword. Uh, you can go to go to www.safeharborlegal.com. Scroll down just a little bit, and all our shows are right there. If you uh, put in the search uh, finder there, uh, Nugget Dropper, I don't think you'll pull out anything. It'll probably say it will refer you to a website you don't want to go to. Maybe that's my wrestling name. I'm a luchador. Well, I'm just thinking, you know, you put in Nugget Dropper, and then all of a sudden you go, hey, what is it? And then you've got oh, malware. Right. You've got, exactly. oh, I, and by the way, I'm, the not speaking from, I'm not speaking from experience. I've been told right. that this can right. happen. A memo came out. From, I'm asking uh, for management. a friend. <laughs> All right. You want to jump in the next email Let's question? Let's do it. Okay. It says here, uh, my husband. Oh, by the way, if you want to send um, Phil an email, you yeah. can do that. It's uh, radio at safeharborlegal.com, like this person. Mm-hmm. Uh, it says, my husband and I have an appointment with you to sign up for a trust. Let's hear that cash register. Thank you. Cha-ching. We're talking uh, uh, a new nickel. Shiny. Every time. Shiny, well, they've shiny. got an appointment with you. We yeah. ought to get, I give them another one. Yeah, Jane. Give them a couple of nickels there because they have an appointment with you. That's important. Good for you guys. They're going to be signing up for a trust. These people are obviously smarter than the average person. (laughs) Yes. Absolutely. We've got a decent-sized estate. We're wondering if we should leave any type of inheritance to our grandkids. My husband uh, has very fond memories of his grandparents, and one of the things they did for him was to leave him uh, about 1000 bucks when they passed. Wasn't a lot of money, but it was enough for him to go out and buy a new car. You good? 
Get a new car for a thousand dollars? Anyway, uh, we're uh, better off than his grandparents, so we're thinking about leaving a sizable inheritance to our grandkids. I was surprised when I told one of my girlfriends about our plan, and she said she thought this might upset our kids or uh, the children. Mm-hmm. What the you know the children who have the grandkids? Right, right, right. What's your experience? Should we leave money to our grandchildren in our trust? Right. So this is one of the biggest biggest questions that people have when it comes time for them to actually make their trust and do their estate planning. Yeah. Uh, first biggest is who am I going to have act f- on my behalf if I can't act for myself? Mm-hmm. Uh, but second is where the heck am I going to leave my assets? And so people do. They start thinking about, you know, should I leave money to my, my family? Should I leave money to uh, my grandchildren, my children? How am I going to do it? It's a hard decision to make, and, and you have to be pretty careful when you're making this well, decision. Well, you know, I'm assuming you get a lot of people uh, <clears throat> talking to you about yep. this. So uh, your opinion, is it a good idea so to leave money to the grandkids? It, it, uh, you're going to love it. It depends. Yeah. Right. And okay. it's been a while since we tried to uh, get a sponsorship from the good. Folks we're trying. We're Pens. trying to get the Depends Undergarment uh, <laughs> yes, sponsorship on this show. You would think that if they would sponsor anybody, it would be the Nugget Dropper. Yeah. But <laughs> and and <laughs> if we get the Depends uh-huh. Undergarment sponsorship, uh-huh. uh, I do believe yes. that uh, your Safe Harbor Legal Solutions oh. logo will <laughs> be tattooed right on that butt. Absolutely. Won't, won't that be great? Right on the left cheek. Yeah, that's <laughs> right. Like that. Okay. Uh, uh, so I know it depends. Yes. So anyway, it depends. It's on the on the type of the gift mm-hmm. and and the size of the gift, right? Okay. That's really going to make the big difference in my mind. In other words, so if if uh, if you're giving the yeah. parents might not like it right. if you give them a large amount of the exactly okay. uh, exactly right and I, and I hear that a lot from parents right where well, you're kind of going around exactly the, the authority is exactly you're, right. You're, you're I see if I can use this word. Usurping. Yes. I, love that. I don't think we've ever said that on the show. No. But no, you're you're Search actually you're taking the authority away from the yes. parents. And they're not gonna like that. No, a no. lot of times they don't. Well, one, you're taking inheritance away from the parent, and a lot yeah. of people just don't like that. Right. Uh, but two, yeah, if if the parent is in charge of raising the child and putting these different structures structures in place and when they can have cars and how mm-hmm. to incentivize them to get good grades in school and have jobs and all this kind of stuff, and then all of a sudden grandma and grandpa come along and they go, there's a hundred grand, yeah. whatever you want with it. You know, that that what that does is it kind of undermines a lot of times uh, mom and dad's ability to to have any kind of influence over the child that has anything to do with a monetary asset or anything like that. And so I, You know, so I was thinking about it, that if I was uh, 10, yeah. 10 or 11, yeah. and suddenly uh, grandma and grandpa left me 100K, yeah. uh, how... I, I would probably be less motivated to do anything in my right. life. I said, absolutely. I got, I, I got I'm the rich. Big, I, I got the lottery. I'm rich. I, yeah, I hit the lottery. I can have chicken nuggets whenever I want. Yeah. You, but yeah. and and you can go beyond that, truly, Bill. I mean, you could probably looking into my past, uh, probably all the way up until I was thirty. Mm-hmm. If you were to drop a hundred thousand dollars in my pocket. I I think a lot of motivation would just go right out the window. You'd go right? get a Lamborghini. I probably you know? would, or at least one of their wheels. Yeah. And, and so I'd... it's it's probably not a good idea. I mean, you're you're you know you're you're getting into the parents' authority. Right. The parents are not going to like that. Right. You're you, you might be hurting the kid. Right. Because the kid's going to be motivated right. to do anything because he's right. got he's got all this money and. If they if they think they've hit the lottery, right? You know what happens with a lot of people who hit the lottery? They oh, yeah. go out, they buy the boat, they spend, Absolutely. and the next thing you know, they got credit problems. Yes, they're broke. 
and they're you miserable. Could be the, you could be setting the kid up. They're for that, absolutely you? miserable yeah. at that point. So mm. there are ways that you can, if you if you are dead set on on leaving a bunch of money to a grandkid, there are ways you can do it to protect them, where you can mm-hmm. put it into a trust, a special trust for them that's only supposed to pay for their education or something along those lines until yeah. a specific point, and then they could use it for other things once they reach the age of thirty five or forty or I, something. By the like way, that. I can hear I can hear the ten year olds who are listening to us right now saying, right. "Hey, you guys just shut." Up. Right. Just shut the front door. I want my money. <laughs> exactly. what you, why are you, you? Why are you ruining guy, my life? This guy that calls himself the Nugget Dropper is an <laughs> yeah. attorney on the radio. Well, I you, do whatever I want. You like the idea of gifting. I, I know. do. Yeah, I, right. I I don't think that that's a bad idea. Yeah. But and I but and you have to be careful of when the kids get the money and and specifically grandsons because about the age of thirty five is when they stop doing dumb things. <laughs> And so, yeah. Yeah. and so, right. if 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 you can if you can protect them until then, if you mm-hmm. can make sure that you can get them until then, then then everything should be okay. But I think that what they should probably do first is just talk to the parents. Yeah, probably. Right? I would think um, that'd be the first. Just step. sit down and 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 I kind of create a plan. What do you think? Yeah. Right. right. Um, and and how does this dovetail into what you're trying to do with the kids? And how yeah. does this dovetail in with your your idea of what you would want their education to look like and all that kind of stuff? And then if, if that's the idea, if, if they're if they're willing to do it, then then you can make a plan like we're talking about. Mm-hmm. You can make sure that everything goes as planned. You might want to put the parents then if you want to avoid usurping the parents' powers, what you can do is put the parents in charge of the money, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. And just say, okay, there's $100,000 in this pot, grandson, uh, but your mom and dad are going to be in charge of it until you turn 35. So it's basically you know, the same as before. It's just mom and dad have a bigger pot to, to pull out of. Mm-hmm. And if that doesn't work, if, if, uh, if mom or dad are just totally dead set against the idea of the grandchild getting a gift... Maybe you know. Maybe you do something else. Maybe you just give a token gift at that well, point. I, I don't uh, quite understand. What would that be? So, um, I'd say you know, like the uh, the person who sent the email. They said that uh, Got a thousand when their husband, from, yeah, yeah, from their grandparents, right. no. something small, right? Something that they're not going to hurt themselves. Something oh, okay. that they're not going to you know end up trying to take four or five or ten of their best friends to Australia for the summer or yeah. something like that. Maybe a bicycle. Absolutely, or a yeah. fishing pole, yeah. or or you know, maybe you know, just uh, maybe they could put a down payment. On their first car, something like that. Just something, something small, something that you have to, you know, something that's not going to be life changing. Okay. Yeah. Uh, Just some. Yeah. Make sure. sure, Make sure the grandkids know that. The grandparents, you know, right. thinking about them, and they want to. Do any other yeah. kind of considerations? So, yeah, you do have to be careful if you're a grandparent and you have a lot of money, mm-hmm. and you're thinking about giving a really sizable gift to your grandkids. You have to worry about what's called a generation skipping tax, ah, yeah. and we've talked about that briefly on here. A GST, and what that is, is wealthy people think about money just a bit differently. They think about money in terms of the f- whole family as opposed to just you know them. Yeah. And so what they found is if they've got a lot of money, then they can skip a whole line of estate taxes if instead of giving money to their kids, they give money to their grandkids. Mm-hmm. Well, the government caught on to that pretty quick and yeah. put it the kibosh on it. So now rules are in place that make it um, pretty expensive to just leave money directly to your your uh, grandkids. So yeah. be really, really careful with that. Talk uh, talk to the parents, then uh, maybe make an uh, – oh, I, I was going to say make an appointment with Phil, but yeah. they're already coming they're in. They're coming in. So which... that's going to be part of what uh, you'll chat with them about. If you are in a similar situation, you can uh, call Phil, 360-746-7169, set up a free one-hour consultation. You can also email Phil, radio at safeharborlegal.com. Uh, it's our favorite segment of the show. We've already the... talked about everything, and we're just going to repeat ourselves. <laughs> the wrap-up. The wrap-up. It's coming up next on K. GMI.
Isn't it finally time to get your affairs in order? You've been putting it off and putting it off, but did you know more than 70% of retirement plans fail when families need them most? Don't let your family be one of the 70%. Let Safe Harbor Legal Solutions help. Safe Harbor Legal Solutions will show you how to give yourself the best possible chance at a dignified retirement and the best possible chance for peace of mind for your whole family. That means no running out of money from uncovered long-term care costs or extravagant death taxes. No being forced out of your home against your wishes and never becoming a burden on your loved ones. Don't let a lack of planning spoil your retirement or your family's future. With a plan from Safe Harbor Solutions, you won't have to worry about being one of the 70% that fail. Let the folks at Safe Harbor Legal Solutions show you how to set your family up for success. For more information or to schedule a consultation, visit safeharborlegal.com. That's safeharborlegal.com. If you're a working mom like me, you have plenty to worry about. I worry about my kids, my husband, my job, my parents, and society in general. I know I should be getting my affairs in order, but my mental load is maxed out. Well, one worry I can take off your plate is what will become of your kids if something was to happen to you or your husband. The friendly estate planning and elder law attorneys at Safe Harbor Legal specialize in listening to what is important to you so they can help you create an estate plan to avoid probate, to choose who would be the guardian of your children, and to reduce or eliminate death taxes. Let the good folks at Safe Harbor Legal take the stress out of your estate planning. To learn more, listen to The Aging Hour every Saturday and Sunday at 1 p.m. on KGMI 790. We answer your questions about aging and show you a better way to think about estate and retirement planning. For more information, to make an appointment, or to access podcasts of our previous shows, you can go to www.safeharborlegal.com. That's www.safeharborlegal.com. Let us help you get your estate planning in order. Did you know that if you have a will, your spouse will probably have to take your estate through probate after you die? That's right. A will is designed to take your estate through probate. That means your spouse will be responsible for paying your final tab after you pass. Probates are usually a minimum of $5,000 and take at least six months to complete. But we've all heard those horror stories about probates that cost way more and take way longer than that. If you want to learn how to avoid one of these fiascos when you or your spouse passes, then reach out to Safe Harbor Legal Solutions. Safe Harbor Legal Solutions will guide you through a plan that reduces the risk of financial burden on the loved one you leave behind. Don't set your spouse up for failure. With a plan from Safe Harbor Solutions, you can keep your spouse from having to go through probate after you pass. Let Safe Harbor Legal Solutions show you how to set your family up for future success. For more information or to schedule a consultation, visit safeharborlegal.com. That's safeharborlegal.com. We are back for the final segment. The best uh, segment. Yeah, of the Aging Hour, Safe Harbor Legal Solutions. That's Phil George, yeah. Elder Law Attorney, and I'm Bill Davis. You know, whenever mm. I, I can hear the listeners, uh-huh. when I say, we're here for the last segment, yeah. everybody's, hey, <laughs> it's almost <laughs> over. We get to get to the next show. God, when do we get get to the travel show or whatever it is that's following us? <laughs> can you hear out there? Go, yeah. Those two nugget droppers are going to finally shut up. Up and let us get on with our weekend uh, for another week. Absolutely, uh, okay. we're almost done. Yeah, 
We're anyway, uh, it's been a marathon for both of us. It actually. really has. It's been a great show. Uh, we did have uh, we covered a lot of good stuff today. Yes, we we, did. Um, we had an email. Uh, some folks um, who were trying to find some housing facilities yes. Yes. About, uh, that you know Except would take Medicaid, Medicaid but yep. some don't. Right. Yeah. And and so this kind of becomes the problem with long term care. Half of the problem is actually accessing Medicaid. Right. Yeah. Being able to move assets around and and uh, and financially qualify for Medicaid. The other part is where the heck are you going to actually access care? Are you going to access it at home? Uh, if so, that's sometimes a pretty good idea, but they will, Medicaid will only pay for between about four and six at the most hours a day of care at the home. And so for a lot of folks, that just doesn't equal enough care. And so they have to go to an assisted living facility, uh, an assisted or an adult family home or a skilled nursing facility. Mm-hmm. Those places, the vast majority of them will take Medicaid. Although they might not say that when you call them on the phone, just depending upon how the economics of the time yeah. is, right? If they've got lines out the door waiting to pay privately, they're not going to let you come in and do it for Medicaid. Yeah. But if they've got an empty bed, then they would probably let you access Medicaid. Mm-hmm. Your best bet in these kinds of situations, because a lot of times what these Medicaid uh, places will do is they'll ask you to pay privately for two to three years before they'll accept Medicaid, your best bet is to find a good housing specialist. And this is always where I start. And so when people come to me and they ask for help getting onto Medicaid or VA and getting their their loved one into a good facility, um, part of that is, is getting a good housing specialist on board in our corner because at the end of the day, they end up saving you a lot of money and time. They speak the language, they can talk to these mm-hmm. folks, they can figure out what the requirements are. And then they can tell you exactly what's available in the community, depending upon the economy at the time. And so it's a wonderful, wonderful resource to have. Yeah. We also had a visit to, uh, from uh, Eric yes. uh, of the uh, Eric. Bellingham Senior Activity yes. Center. Uh, yeah, he came in to talk about... A uh, soft-spoken s- Lothario. Yeah, yeah. Yes. <laughs> I like that. Uh, <laughs> he, he was talking about uh, an event they got coming up yeah. uh, in March, speed dating and, and friending. And, uh, friending. And yes. I think the way this works is yeah. probably... He, they're like five-minute chats oh. with people. Who, okay. Maybe they go like from table to table uh, okay. you know, to, to yeah. meet the different people who Interesting. are there. Interesting. Uh, and... You might find a friend. Right. You uh, <clears throat> might find a better friend. Hubba hubba. <laughs> Don't forget to send us an email. You might find a real good friend. Might, you might have a hookup that you, night. You, you might, you, you you might find know. you might find the next Mr. or Mrs. Radio listener. And, and, and I'm sorry. I just, I said hook. I, I debased this event and I did not mean to do so. But, yes. you know, hey, you know, it, it rom- romance finds absolutely. itself in all different Well, forms. and, and, you know, we talked a little bit about, uh, he, he shared with us that there are, there are more ladies that yeah. are signed up for this event than there are gentlemen that we are need, signed up for this event. We need more gents to sign up. So, gentlemen, mm-hmm. this is this is your time to shine. This is your time to uh, to dress up, to to shave, maybe put on your best shoes and your best jacket. <laughs> yeah, come on out from in from Whatcom County and uh, and kind of maybe show some of these uh, some of these gals that uh, yeah. that you know you're, you're a happening. hot ticket. Uh, that's uh, coming up in March. By the way, you got to sign up by February twenty third. Let me yes. give you that number. Uh, it's three six zero seven three three. 
4030 yes. and uh, sign up. And like I say, you're, you're going to be kind of like going from person to person. Yeah. A little five minute chat. Absolutely. See if you, you know, like each Absolutely. other. Absolutely. And, and on a serious note, what a great way to do this. Like I was, I spoke with Eric about, you know, having uh, isolation is probably the single biggest threat to people yeah. as they get older. So having an event like this where people can go out and make, at the very least, make some new friends, some mm-hmm. new acquaintances is such a really, really good thing. And yeah. so um, absolutely 100% support this. I know a lot of the stuff we do is tongue in cheek, but I think this is a fantastic event. Good Maybe, job, BSAC, yeah. Bellingham Senior nice, Activity uh, Center. Yeah, nice to hear from Eric on that. Yeah. Uh, we had another email about some folks who have an appointment with you. They, yes. uh, they were talking about yes. uh, if they should leave some money. Yes to the grandkids and yes. I know you uh, is a spe- they have a pretty good Absolutely. size estate and yes. you're thinking that could be a problem yes and did you know the studies show that people that actually make appointments with me are more intelligent and better looking <laughs> than, than people that don't uh, it's just it's just go- a fact what did you google I that did. I mean I, <laughs> it's right there on Wikipedia you know Look. I want I want to I want to know the stats <laughs> I want to know where you got that Wikipedia. I want to know if it's a true it is uh, authoritarian that is a true fact that you that is. can substantiate we live in a time where facts are fluid, you know. Well, and you know so, what? You know what the what the previous administration said. That's it. We have alternative facts. Absolutely. So there we go. And there we go. Okay. More no, handsome, we, more intelligent. But um, but these yeah. folks, yeah, oh. they wanted to know if if leaving the grandkids would cause a problem for <laughs> right. parents. And you said, yeah, I sure. did. A lot of times, it really can yeah. because if you leave a grandkid a bunch of money, one, you're kind of usurping the parents' ability to act as a parent and use use money for uh, kind of a care to, to make them toe the line, but you're also maybe potentially setting your grandchild up for uh, to potentially harm themselves, right? Mm-hmm. If you give a grandkid 100000 bucks and and they're just running around with it, kids can do all sorts of really, not only stupid things, but really dangerous things when they have that much money. Yeah. Everything from, you know, buying a car that's too fast for them to hanging out with people they shouldn't to trying things they shouldn't. You, you were so telling you me gotta that, gotta be careful that, with that. that especially guys, we're all stupid until we're 35. That's about right. right. Yeah. Uh, and, and that's what I tell people when they come in is that you shouldn't give a grandchild money directly until they're about 35 because that's about the age when grandsons especially stop doing dumb things. <laughs> and that's, that's nothing against grandsons. Yeah. I'm a grandson, yeah. right? But I know Took you that long, right? It really did. It yeah. really did. And so if you can get your grandson to age 35 and then they've got a big pot of money for him there, well, then they can use that pot of money to actually make a, a significant difference in their life rather yeah. than just twiddling it away. Make a uh, make a decision that's Absolutely. Know, a smart thing to do. Absolutely. Yeah. Um, and, and I know that there was, I think when you when we were talking about this, yeah. there, were, there were tax situations yeah. to yeah, consider. And you do. You have to be careful. This is the kind of thing, if you're really seriously considering leaving money to your grandkids, you have to, one, talk to their parents, but two, you have to talk to a really good estate and elder law planning mm-hmm. attorney uh, and really have a good plan in place because there are tax implications. There are all sorts of other implications you have to be really considered of if this is something you want to take seriously. So uh, it, I'm... These people are doing it right. Uh, mm-hmm. They've called in. They're making an appointment with me to come in and build their trust. And that is the way to do it. Sit yeah. down with a professional that can really talk you through all of these things, um, tell you what your options are. You make your decisions, and then you get to protect your family along the way. I, I think that uh, there are a lot of groups uh, that are going to your website, 
signing up for you to come speak yes. uh, to, you know, yes. kind of like kind of like a mini seminar. You go out Absolutely. talk to them, especially. And by the way, if you're under 35, yes. make sure you, uh, you, uh, you get a group together and get Phil out there because <laughs> that will be the smartest decision right. you ever make because you're stupid, you know, <laughs> until you're 35. You make, you make dumb choices. That's not a dumb choice. Exactly. Right uh, exactly right. But you, yeah, and yes. your, your calendar, I understand, it's full. is it's, it's, almost It really done. is. And so um, what I do is I go out in the community, I uh, talk to people about how to plan for retirement, how to think about retirement differently, how to make sure that you don't fall into those same pitfalls that other folks do. Mm-hmm. Where, you know, study after study comes out saying that 70% of these retirement plans fail. And if you're not real careful, you know, you can get into that 70%. And so that's what I do. I go into these different communities, whether it's a church or an HOA or a different union, or we did the Bellingham Police Department or all sorts of good folks. Um, And so if you would like us to come and talk to your community uh, just about how to plan differently for retirement, how to make sure that your folks are thinking about retirement planning correctly, um, go to my website, uh, www.safeharborlegal.com. Scroll down just a little bit. There's a button you'll see where you'll be able to get more information uh, for signing up for events. And then we'll reach out to you and see if we're a fit. Um, But yeah, that's a good way to, to get us into your community. Guess what? Guess what? Another another day. We're another done. day. Yeah, we finished it. We finished. We, uh, we killed another in the hour. <laughs> yeah, with uh, with hopefully exactly. some good advice. We and some did good news. and some speed yeah. dating. You know, folks, I want to thank you for joining us, and don't forget to tune in every Saturday and Sunday at one p.m. Remember, you don't have to set your family up for failure in your retirement. We can show you how to set your family up for success. Do me a favor. Next time uh, we talk, uh, loosen up a little, have some fun. Don't be so serious. Ah, uh, you know what? It's just my it's just my nature, Bill. <laughs> <laughs> I'll see you next time. Have buddy. a good one.